When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, 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 everybody who is popping in. My name is Catherine. I'm the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. I consider myself an alchemist. I'm very much centered on astrology and the chakra system. I'm super excited to have this room and this podcast, which I am recording. I'm going to let you know that this room's probably going to be about... 15 and 20 minutes. If you have any questions about the upcoming astrology dates, um, please put them in the chat or um, you can message me or also listen to the replay. So um, I will do a little bit of talking about January before we talk about some of the astrology for the um, for the month of February. Like I am just like, what? I can't believe it is already almost February. Like, it just feels insane. It really (laughs) just feels like this month is just flying by. It just feels like, wow. Like, every time I think how quick this year is going by, I'm like, wow, this is just going to keep moving by pretty fast, in all honesty. Um, So, we have... February and it's coming up and we have a lot of transition. Our biggest transition towards the year is definitely going to be um, around the springtime, around the area of March and um, the time around summer and spring. Please uh, share out this room if you're listening to it live. Um, But January has been an interesting month. I would say it really has. Um, It has definitely been an interesting month. We've seen a lot of areas of, you know, areas affecting the collective on the collective matter. Also, we have really seen that Capricorn energy, that Saturn energy kind of play a lot. Um, We've seen a lot of areas where people have been um, receiving justice in um, certain cases. People have been getting uh, arrested. There's been um, justification in some high-profile cases like Megan the Stallion and the Tory Lanez case. There's also been a lot of energy surrounded the Aquarius's a lot and a lot surrounding a lot of the Capricorns. Um, 
For those who don't know, I was recently on a podcast and I was talking about that whole Andrew Tate uh, incident and how he is a Sagittarius and he went after basically um, Gretchen Thunberg, who is a Capricorn. And he really created this dynamic of um, hate and just very shadowy elements. And, you know, uh, a lot of people who know Andrew Tate, they know that he's very misogynistic. He's very just kind of in this area where the vibration isn't very fortunate, right? He has like this vibration of like darkness and shadow and, and uh, he actually went after um, an activist and he sent her some tweets and kind of like was teasing her for being an activist. And the next thing you know, he's getting arrested for human trafficking out of the own video that he created, which really went through the, um, the whole area of the Romanian police finding him off of having pizza boxes <laughs> in his uh, video that he was sending out to kind of throw some shade towards this activist, which to me is a lot of karmic energy. And I told you guys that January was going to be about karma. It was going to really be about the work ethic and the areas that Saturn was going to play. Saturn has made a lot of big moves in January. Definitely the energy alignment with the Aquarius and Capricorn placements have been undeniable. We um, heard about Shakira, her relationship um, kind of breaking up and how she had the witch on the balcony. Shakira is a sun in Aquarius and so is her ex-husband. So we're seeing this kind of all unravel, especially in the month of January, how a lot of that karmic energy has really tapped in for that month. Um, I will tell you that February is feeling a little bit different. Uh, the energy for February will be on the collective matter as well. I do anticipate a lot of more of um, weather changes also a lot more with the collective as well. It is going to feel very similar to um, to January, but there's going to be more areas of technology really kind of being in that forefront, especially as we have Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some type of network crash, new innovation, something really hitting the news feeds where it is a different step that is centered around that Uranus energy. I do feel like there might be some changes with some of the transitions with uh, revolutions on different aspects worldwide. Um, there might be some um, areas of gain where people are really gaining a momentum in um, maybe areas of civil action, areas of, um, of breaking through a new revelation or transition for the month of February. Like I've told many people... <laughs> save your money. The egg situation is just a taste, okay? Save your money. Um, if you can, you know, do some things that are unconventional, you know, um, sh you might have to shop at different stores. I do think the prices are going to go back up. Um, you know, the whole egg shortage thing, uh, another way of showing us that we have to be mindful and prepare ourselves 
for changes. Things will get more um, expensive as this year goes through. Okay, so let's talk about the astrology for February. And like I said, this room is going to be pretty quick. I did talk about Florence Nightingale and the whole scandal with the nurses. So for those who don't know, I do want to give some feedback on that before I do the astrology dates, just because I have released a couple videos on my Instagram and TikTok regarding it. So for those who don't know, in Florida, there was this school called um, Palm Beach, I don't know, School of Nursing, uh, South Florida Schools of Nursing. Also, I think there was a few nursing schools that were basically selling fake diplomas. They were selling fake diplomas um, to be a nurse. And you guys know I got a passion for this. I'm a registered nurse. I spent many years getting my nursing degree. It was a battle. It wasn't easy. It did not come easy. I had two kids. I had a two-hour commute. This shit was not easy for me. So, of course, when I saw this, I'm like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> so people actually even passed their NCLEX with this. I'm not sure what state um, they were taking their NCLEX in, if some were taking their NCLEX in California, if some were taking them in Florida. but they actually were able to apply and take their NCLEX. It shows a lot of distrust in the system, especially with the system of nursing. The NCLEX obviously did not check fully if this school was licensed and accredited and what was going on, right? Like, where's these people's clinical hours? Like, what is happening? So basically, I decided when a scandal like this breaks, you got to look at the astrology for it. And the time that it really took up, we have Saturn and Aquarius. We also have around the time the story breaks the media, we have a Venus entering Pisces. And I'm like, wow. Okay. And many people might wonder, well, Venus, you know, the, the area of love, relationships, wealth, profession, that area of luxury, and also the love and passion for entity and self, I was thinking, hmm, this, this is really interesting, okay? And the investigation was called the Florence Nightingale investigation. I said, you know what? Let me look up Florence Nightingale's birth chart. And for those who are in the astrology house, in Clubhouse, um, I posted her birth chart. So Florence Nightingale was a son in Taurus, and a moon in Taurus, which she was born on a new moon. So that lets me know that she's very magical. She's very um, mystic and she's very much centered in this legendary aspect. I mean, she created nursing. She created the profession, right? She is the entity. When people even think of nursing, they think of Florence Nightingale. And this was Venus entering Pisces, the ruler of Taurus, enters at that time. Pisces is the higher self-leader, the, the, the area of the subconscious, the area of dreams, illusions, and distrust, and really creating that fog. A lot of times when we see this aspect, and I talked about it a little bit in January's dates, that is a time where the relationship is going to come out of that area of mystic. It's also going to come out of that area of we might feel naive in the relationship, and we might have to look at it. And 
Miss Miss um Miss Florence Nightingale was a Pisces stellium. Like I'm like the astrology behind this is just fascinating to me. So, and I totally geek out on this type of stuff. So she is a Pisces stellium. She has her Pluto in Pisces. I believe she has her North Node in Pisces, which is also currently centered with Taurus. And she has her Jupiter. There's no way that the astrology did not play a factor on the date that this broke out. So I wanted to just say that astrology, when we see scandals, and if we are into astrology and we are into the dates, that's what I mean when I say when you guys hear of stuff, when you guys hear of things with certain zodiacs, when you guys hear of certain things, look at their birth charts. Look at the astrology for that time. Look at the astrology for that date. See how it implies in their life. See how it implies in their legendary status, like a Florence Nightingale, how she really represents that profession of nursing. So I just wanted to touch base on that because I've received so many questions about why I was tying in Florence Nightingale with the current Venus in Pisces transit. And that's exactly why. So let's look into the astrology for February. And I want to thank you. Thank you guys for hopping in here. And I'm going to tell you, February is the, a lot of people say February is the month for love because we have Valentine's Day. But in all honesty, it's the the area for love of the collective. It's also for that technology-based transit of Uranus making its moves with a lot of planetary alignments. We're going to want to be centered in the next area of dimension, as one might say. What's next? What's next for us as a community? What's next for us as a collective? What's kind of in the next you know, aspect. And for those who got a chance to listen to the Aquarius season horoscopes, definitely dive into that because I do talk about the Aquarians, what the Aquarians really represent. So we have the beginning of February kind of feeling a little bit of like some areas of challenge. I'm going to tell you guys, look out for February 3rd. We have series goes retrograde in Libra. We're definitely going to feel that area where many of us might feel disconnected in our relationships. We might also feel a little bit of distrust and we want to kind of get a little bit more balanced. We're also going to look at the time that it takes us with this relationship. If there hasn't been any improvement and the relationship has kind of been having a hard time for a while, we're going to probably end up in a uh, area that might feel very explosive and we might see some more karmic energy come forward. We also have Saturn in Aquarius squares Uranus in Taurus. So this is going to be a time where that person who maybe you've asked to change, maybe you've asked to kind of look at your perspective of it is just saying no. I don't change. I don't move. And that's either who they are and you accept that or you move on and kind of make a new transition. It's also going to feel like a very rebellious 
energy. So look towards the news to see what rebellious energy is kind of feeling full forward. We also might have some conflict with our boundaries. Like I said, especially in the relationship, also possibly with work. So if there's something that you haven't resolved at work, that's really taking a hold of your boundaries. It's time for you to address it. And it's time for you to kind of acknowledge it and really talk about it and see if this is the right place for you to be. Also, we are going to feel very centered around having obstacles towards communication because we also have Venus and Pisces squaring Mars and Gemini. So there's going to be some arguments, guys. There's going to be some arguments in the beginning of February, especially with areas of love, areas of people trying to find their own spiritual essence and also kind of feeling like there's a of a void or there's some type of disagreements that just aren't being resolved. So this is really that good time for us to tap into our breathing modalities. This is also a good time for us to tap into our commutative modalities of how we could get out and kind of let loose in our own perspective and not feel so tied down to relationships that might not be as beneficial, right? Um, so we might feel that around February 5th, we have the full moon in Leo. This energy might have already been building up some frustration. It might have already been building up some areas that are feeling like, oh, I'm just so like not really feeling centered or just feeling like this very high energy moment, right? As we come around this full moon energy, I do recommend for the full moon in Leo that we release we release the anxieties, we release the areas of fear, we release the areas of feeling very restricted and very um, intense. We might be feeling like drama is surrounding us. And if we're feeling like that, we're going to really want to let our hearts kind of have this release moment where we say, okay, we're going to let go of this. We're going to breathe it in, breathe it out, and we're going to really acknowledge that we are brave, right? Like every day we are brave in our own right. Maybe we aren't feeling the bravest. Maybe we aren't feeling the strongest, but we are. We're doing the best we can. We show up the best we can. We give to others the best we can. So take that full moon energy and acknowledge how strong and courageous you really are, how much you have devoted to your overall journey, how much you've devoted to the journey of others, and how you are very important in this life path, in your own life path. Let that area of hesitation and fear come out with the release during the full moon. Also, it is a beautiful time to really extend that area of um, spontaneous new involvement with love and also with feeling something new. So if you are feeling something new that you want to expand on, it could be a new love, it could be something that's a little bit of a passion project, definitely step into it, especially around February 
the first. We have Venus enters Aries. So this is the perfect time for you to establish that. We have not Venus, I'm sorry, Vesta enters Aries around this time. And this is an asteroid. And you're going to want to bump up that area of spontaneous energy towards finding a new project or even a new love or relationship. So kind of feel that worth, especially as you cleared towards the full moon in Leo. Also for um, February 10th, there are going to be a little bit more of that area where we're going to look at our reputation. We're going to look at our legendary status in our own front, right? What's important to us and what is our area of communication? What areas of chapters do we want to close? And the reason why is because we have Mercury in Capricorn conjuncts Pluto in Capricorn. And like I said to um, some of the people who may have listened to the other astrology date, um, all of the planets are direct. So this is the perfect time to create intentions. This is the perfect time to manifest the full moon. We're going to want to release and create areas of courageous manifesting steps for the new moon as we start a new moon cycle. But right now we are in the area of creating intentions, creating steps and manifesting. On February 8th, I will have out the podcast on creating your um, dream board through astrology. But if you don't want to wait, you can listen to the replay on Clubhouse on my Clubhouse profile that is already up. So we are going to want to look at this area of communication with Mercury, with also our professional life. And we might need to be closing some chapters. We might need to be saying goodbye to some ties. We might need to be looking at the problem from an area that is kind of more shifted towards the bird's eye view, right? Step away from the drama, step away from that intense nature and kind of look at it and see like what is the most beneficial area and really communicate that um, during this time. Also be knowledgeable that you have a lot of the own solutions towards your questions, especially around this time that we have Mercury Capricorn conjuncts Pluto in Capricorn. Also February 11th is Mercury enters Aquarius. And this, when we are looking at the Aquarian and we are looking Looking at Mercury, not only are we tapping into our throat chakra, but we are also going to be tapping into that third eye chakra. We're going to be wanting to look into that fourth house element of roots, communication, family, structure, and also looking at that area of the collective, of the technology of our helping hands, of our big hearts, and also, like I said again, the science aspect, the area of the sixth dimension, the area of the fifth dimension. Like, this is the time that you are going to really want to see how your dreams 
your inspirations not only help you as an individual, as you see that message, especially with the third eye, especially how you communicate it with the throat chakra, but how your dreams and aspirations and um, areas of creating illumination is helping the collective. I'm going to tell you guys, when um, I first started this podcast, I was very nervous about talking about that different area of the dimensional approach. Um, I was recently interviewed and they asked me, how do I feel about reincarnation? How do I feel about aspects that probably I didn't really talk about so much, right? I have a lot of questions, as many of us do. But what we need to acknowledge is that we're all here together, right? We're all here in this collective together. We're all here in this life path together. And the areas of wisdom and acknowledgement that you have from your heart, sharing it out to that place, sharing it out to the collective space helps as well. It helps people know that they're not alone, right? They're not alone with these questions. They're not alone with these messages, that there's somebody else thinking how they might think, right? So that means don't be afraid of expressing. Don't be afraid of tapping into that third eye, tapping into those intentions, tapping into that energy space of the third eye, of the 11th house placement, and acknowledging it. Acknowledging it for not just you, but for others. So let the change let the energy alignment of the third eye open. Some of the beautiful, beautiful, most beautiful ways to tap into the third eye is trusting your intuition. That is like the first step. And a lot of times we get this area of feeling unsafe because we might have imbalances with the root chakra or maybe with the solar plex and that energy in the third eye just isn't feeling aligned, right? But tapping into that area through meditation, um, through dreams, through tapping, tapping of the third eye placement is very beneficial. I recommend everybody try to do some meditation, um, especially if they feel that their third eye is not open or is blocked to try to meditate. If you feel like your third eye is excessive, then you're going to want to reduce that meditation and kind of um, stick to grounding, especially if you're having dreams that are too vivid. And I, I've told many of you guys that there's times that I have to reduce the meditation because the dreams do get too vivid. in, And it's not that they're scary or nightmares. It's just that Sometimes they're just a little bit too intense, right? And we got to cut back on that. And I already receive enough um, areas of downloads. And that is the energy that um, some of us receive, especially if we are centered around being an intuitive and having an open third eye. The downloads and the dreams might feel a little bit too much, and that's okay tap into the grounding, bring the feet to the ground. Also for February 16th, we have Palace Palace goes direct in Cancer. So this is actually not a planet. This is like a star. This is a time that we are going to feel maybe, mm, 
maybe some transition that mm, might feel centered around the ancestors. Um, also centered around the older generation. Like I said, this year has been kind of difficult for the older generation um, as technology advances, as technology moves forward, especially when we are going to see um, this Pluto in Aquarius movement that's happening in, um, I believe it's in March. We're, we're going to see it's going to be hard for a lot of the older generation. That area of technology is really going to shut for them. Um, they either get it or they don't. If they haven't learned the, those steps now, they're really going to be feeling it a little bit stronger. Um, please be mindful with them. Please be um, helpful if you can. If you have a, a grandparents, if you have um, people that you can help, maybe um, find some of the resources or get more connected with the technology. Um, you know, banks by their house are closing. A lot of them don't know how to um, take photos and deposit a check. You know, it might be harder for them to get around. Um, sometimes it's harder for them to get around, you know, ta even taxi cabs, right? Everything is uh, Uber or Lyft based, right? So it is a difficult time for our, our older generation and um, definitely pay that mind. Um, they might be feeling it very strong on the emotional space. Um, this, like I said, this transit, we're going to see it a lot affecting the older population. So look out for that on February 16th. Also, um, right around that date, we have Sun in Aquarius conjuncts with Saturn in Aquarius. So this is actually a good time for us to start some strategy. This is also a good time for us to focus on our agenda and also a focus on our agenda towards um, authority, towards how we see ourselves as a thought leader, how we see ourselves as possibly a business owner, how we see our boundaries, how we receive our regulations, right? We always have to have boundaries and regulations in our life, in our workspace, in our relationships. Um, some of the relationships that have the most problems are... Um, not having enough boundaries and it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to, to know where you stand, right? And to let other people know where you stand as well. Also, we have um, February 18th, the sun enters Pisces. Yay! <laughs> um, Pisces is such a magical zodiac. It really is. I feel like Pisces, you guys already know, I think Jesus was a Pisces. Um, I spoke about it many times. I've done videos on it about why I don't think Jesus was a Capricorn. I do think there was a high possibility he might be a Pisces or another type of water or air element. Um, and this is a beautiful time for us to be passionate and gentle with ourselves and also to be passionate and gentle with others. We're going to want to soften our sides. Um, we might want to tap more into our spiritual sense. We might want to get a little bit more in that area where we introduce people to other spiritual practices that we have, other modalities, um, share our love and share our light with them. 
especially as we enter Pisces season. We also then the following day on the 19th, we have a new moon in Pisces. And I will probably do a reading. I know I haven't been doing too many readings on the moon aspects. I've just been kind of um, busy with everyday life and also with um, podcasting and working and all that fun stuff. So this is a time for us to bring in the romance, bring in the love, and also bring in the time to really acknowledge that you are ready to live in your own spiritual presence. You are ready to live in that 12 house placement of acknowledging who you are, acknowledging this life path, acknowledging what it is that the universe has for you, all the fortune, all the gain, all the area of bless, all the area of of love and also gratitude. I think so much times we just are in the motion of, um, of moving. We're just in the motion of creation. I know for me, creation's always a big deal. I always feel like I'm creating a lot, but I'm so thankful for like everybody who taps into the podcast, who watches my videos, who wants to learn more about astrology. Like, I love sharing that. It, it really helps me um, learn more too, like learn more about each other, learn more about um, each other's stories, um, each other's areas of how not only I have made um, improvements in my life, but how I was able to take myself out of a dark place and make some areas of growth and enlightenment, but also seeing the stories from others and seeing the stories that others have made improvements or created a area where it feels more um, enlightened, where it didn't feel so shadowy, you know, living in the shadow for a long time and living in that area of uh, hiding. Uh, Maybe if you have, you know, didn't live in your authentic self and then you finally show people who your authentic self is and I I still get a lot of um, backlash for some of the stuff that I talk about some of the stuff that I um, share and it, it comes you know it comes with a little bit of grain of you know salt as one might say like sometimes it hurts but it's who I am and I feel like if I don't share who I am or share, um, what energy I'm feeling that it's just going to put me back in that area of shadow in that area of like depression and sadness. So it's, it's that time that we want to look at that energy of our life path and, and see the gratitude behind it. See the gratitude of letting others know that we can formulate so much more than just um, than just creation, right? We have to show the gratitude to others as well. So I want to thank everybody who's ever shared their story with me. I think sharing your story is um, one of the most beautiful things that you can do because it lets people know that they're not alone, right? Um, 
And then also we have Venus enters Aries. So I knew Venus was entering Aries and um, sometime in uh, February, I just was getting a little confused right there. Vesta, Venus, uh, it's all kind of the same, right? <laughs> Actually, no. Venus enters Aries. I'm going to be super excited to see what Aries placements kind of come up in the news. Um, Aries, like I said, Aries, Taurus, 2023. If you guys got some strong Aries and Taurus placements, this is the year for you. This is such a beautiful, magnificent year for the Aries and the Taurus. Um, this is a beautiful time for us to get very passionate, fiery, and centered around the new start. So, especially with relationships, love, and also wealth. Um, I think sometimes a lot of us kind of mm, fizzle out the actual aspect and power that Venus has. And Venus is, is you know, the only feminine planet, right? And when we think about it as a whole with the feminine collective, the feminine collective is one of the most powerful, powerful movements, right? Um, it is one of the areas that most people seek revenue. And as a female and as a woman, um, I think it's a time for us to be mindful where we spend our money. I also think it's time that we're a little bit more acknowledged that consumership cannot run without us. We are like the leading consumers. I think they say that um, 80% of consumership is women. And that Venus energy, when we look at it, a lot of times we hear luxury and the riches and the wealth and everything indulgence. And, you know, people think it's, um, it's, you know, beautiful bubble baths and spas and, you know, and it is those things, right? It is the diamonds and the, and the beauty, but it's also the realization that we are here to start and create next steps to the next level, to the next energy source of that big move of that passionate state. Nothing is as fiery as that Aries, that Mars placement, that energy that just kind of sizzles and warms, right? Just brings that strong center. It's the cardinal sign. It's the first zodiac. And then we have Venus entering Aries. So as a woman, as somebody who's centered around the next step, look at that time, look at this transition and really see how you can spice it up bring the heat, bring the passion step, acknowledge it, stand firm and create. Um, and also be mindful that this is your, this is what you deserve. This is your, this is your next move, especially for 2023. This is a big placement for women. And I wouldn't be surprised if something happens around that time 
with the women collective. Um, I would not be surprised. I would definitely look at that. Um, also another day that I want to talk about before I log out is February 21st. Um, this is a good time to really take time to double check and look over communication, contracts, partnerships. Um, and the reason why is because we have Mercury in Aquarius squares Uranus in Taurus. So if for any reason you're getting like an intuition or you are getting like maybe a an easy thing in your stomach, just something isn't sitting right with you, you're going to want to look at that and you're going to want to kind of investigate it a little bit more really before it becomes completely grounded with that Taurus energy. Look at that, trust that third eye and really kind of say, okay, let me, let me look at this a little bit more. Let me look at that space just a little bit stronger before I say yes or no. And that's just kind of because the communication is going to be very off. We have that Taurus energy that is going to be very um, strong. And we have Mercury in Aquarius squaring Uranus in Taurus. So it's just going to feel very mm, just... We want to be creative and we want to trust, but we also want to acknowledge when something doesn't sit right, right? So we got to look at it. We got to look at that space. So I just want to thank everybody who uh, listened uh, to the room, listened to the astrology dates, and everybody have an amazing day. And thank you so much for listening and bye.